All right, well, good afternoon. I am so pleased to be here at uh, the Sanderling uh, Tennis Court. I was invited by my friend Lee, and uh, thank you because we have this uh, uh, aspiring tennis professional, a 16-year-old kid. He just run me. 15, I'm sorry, corrected. 15, Nico. Thank you, Nico. All right, uh, thank you so much for uh, being generous to grant me this interview. All right, what is your real name? Well, is he allowed to say his real name? Because one day, folks, you might hear him and he's going to be, he's going to uh, make history, uh, correct the America, American history of uh, tennis, uh, men's tennis players, right? You could be the first one in how many years? <laughs> All right, Nico. What is your real name? My name is Nicholas Moret. And uh, how old are you? I'm 15 years That's old. That's right, you corrected me. I said 16. I thought he was 16, my gosh. But he was like uh, hitting like, uh, whew. Amazing. <laughs> All right, is it true, Nico, that your family moved from uh, California to Sarasota? Just this year, yes. 2020? Mm -hmm. When was that? Before the coronavirus or after? Before. Wow. Um, I think late 2019 we bought the house here so do you recall the conversation uh, at your family table what decided you guys to move here um well a big factor of it was me going to IMG for school and um, yeah I mean I think that's the main reason and my brother is going off to college so they're just be staying in California all alone so they wanted to come see me <laughs> So you want to, you have a dream, did you say, or? Mm, I think my dream is to go to D1 college, but. Get a tennis scholarship? Mm -hmm. So be, a re be really, really good at tennis? Yes. And uh, you think your mom and dad made the right decision? I think that's the best decision they could have made. I think I agree. <laughs> I support them, I tell you. They have, do you think they have sacrificed enough to uh, get you? <laughs> to this uh, to this level, especially the serves <laughs> and this, the the uh, top spin forehand. I mean, we played just uh, what like what was that? Forty five minutes? Probably an hour. An hour, yes, yes. And I'm really lucky to, and happy to see that you're sweating. I mean, you know, I think you got a good workout, right? <laughs> yeah. I gave you a little uh, a little workout. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You like uh, you like hard work. You don't mind the hard work. I love it. So tell me more. Tell tell us about um, you know who, kids who are listening there who wants to be a tennis pro or um, good at tennis who are uh, trying to chase their tennis scol uh, scola uh, scholarship money. <laughs> um, well, if you want to go to college tennis, I think one of the main factors is having a good national ranking and a high UTR. Um, like even if you don't have someone to hit with I'd say just like go on the court and hit some serves um, yeah that's <laughs> when did you start playing I started playing when I was I think eight or so but I started getting serious like when I was 12 or 13 Wow mm -hmm. so at 12 years old you decided this is it for you tennis is it yeah that's mm -hmm. good Wow so tell us about your routine um, well, since I'm not at school right now because of the coronavirus, 
I've been playing tennis from 10 to like 12 or so with my mom. Um, and then I have school. So, so my courts are like five minutes from my house. So I'll just like bike to, the, to and from the courts. And then school, I start probably at like 1.15. And then I think I finish it around like 10 or so. I have a lot of schoolwork. The teachers are just like piling on work. A lot because, of breathing, mm, arithmetic. Uh, no. <laughs> Algebra. <laughs> what are you doing, uh, um, freshman right now? Or, I'm a uh, sophomore. Sophomore. Mm -hmm. sophomore. Sophomore high school, so a lot of, uh, a lot of homework already. And you, uh, do you have Zoom classes? Or? Uh, because the time everyone went back home, um, from the coronavirus, there are just like a ton of different time zones, so they can't really do live calls because some people might be like, it might be at like three in the morning for some people, so um, they've been recording themselves, like teaching a lesson, and so we just have to uh, watch the lesson and then like turn in classwork by 11.59 that day, so to, for like to make sure that they know we're doing it. That's great. Mm -hmm. And Nico, what are the practices uh, that you do to develop your discipline as a uh, player? Um, well, my mom is feeding me a lot of balls, and so typically we do like some kind of ground, ground stroke drill or like serve drill, and We'll practice it a bit, and then she videos me doing it. And so my coach, at I, she sends the video to my coach at IMG, and then he'll review the video, and then send me something back, like feed, send me feedback about like what I need to do differently. Oh wow, that's good. Mm -hmm. Video analysis is really critical, mm -hmm. and uh, and then you apply it. And yes. So. And then I'll send him another video, like showing him the changes that he told me yeah. to do. And you like that? I really like that. Yeah. It really is very helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, off court, what do you do as far as conditioning? Mm. I've been starting to run a lot re lately. I've been doing jump rope. And um, since I don't really have access to the gym, I s I've been doing like body weight exercises. Wow, that's great. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, I bet you appreciate your mother. She's awesome, right? Yeah. I mean, being your uh, uh, hitting uh, partner or uh, coach, uh, does she prepare meals for you? Like, what, what's the good food that, uh, that she gives you uh, that uh, sustains your energy? Um, she makes amazing dinners every single night. Wow, every single night? Mm -hmm. Almost every No night. mother does that. Well, unless you're Asian. No, sorry. <laughs> so what's your favorite food? That, uh, that Do you have like a favorite food that you eat uh, before uh, tennis? Um, typically before tennis, I'll just have like a bagel or some cereal and then maybe some protein. But it's just really simple before tennis because I don't want to feel awful on the court. Yeah. So you ne you notice some uh, or certain food that gives you like stomach ache or problems when mm -hmm. like uh, what are those that you remember? Um, like 
pancakes or something. Yeah. Just like not really healthy things. So it's like uh, the too much gluten, right? Mm -hmm. So you must appreciate Novak uh, turning to gluten-free. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nico, thank you so much. And uh, we were talking earlier about the Jungle Book, which was written by Kipling. And uh, he wrote a poem uh, titled If. And I just want to give you this, um, uh, the um, background about this poem. If you have not seen Jungle Book, you may want to see that because uh, it's classic, for, especially for kids. So, um, so if it's written by Jos Joseph Rudyard Kipling, best known for his novels, The Jungle Book, uh, the, ju the Second Jungle Book, and Kim. Uh, Rog Roger Federer and Rafa Nadal read this poem uh, in Wimbledon. Uh, and it's on YouTube if you want to see it. Uh, it's, uh, it's very emotional. I think Roger Federer was crying when he was reading this poem. So in uh, England, uh, the third and fourth lines of the second stanza of the poem, if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same, it's uh, written on the wall of the player's entrance to the center court at the Old England Lawn Tennis and Croquet Club, which uh, I, I, that would be my wish for you is to play uh, at the Old England. Uh, why not? Yeah, I'd like to see that. That would be amazing. And uh, so um, the poem of uh, If by Kipling is a celebrated piece of poetry which is a lesson of value for almost every reader. If is something that can be perceived as a set of virtues laid down by the poet which are conducive for the development of a good human being. In this unprecedented moment, we hope you will find solace in reading and sharing poems. Here's Nico reading If. If by Rudyard Kipling. If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you. If you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowance for their doubting too. If you can wait and not be tired by waiting, or being lied about, don't deal in lies, or being hated, don't give way to hating. And yet don't look too good, nor talk too wise. If you can dream, and not make dreams your master. If you can think, and not make thoughts your aim. If you can meet with triumph and disaster, and treat those two impostors just the same. If you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken, twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools. Or watch the things you've gave up your life to broken, and stoop and build them up with worn out tools. If you can make one heap of all your winnings and risk it on one turn of pitch and toss and lose and start again at your beginnings and never breathe a word about your loss. If you can force your heart and nerve and sinew to, turn, to serve your turn long after they are gone and so hold on when there is nothing in you except the will which says to them, hold on. If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue or walk with kings, nor lose the common touch. If neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you, if all men count with you, but none too much, if you can fill the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run, yours is the earth and everything in, that's in it. 
and which is more, you'll be a man, my son. Thank you, thank you. Come on, crowd, the club. That was fantastic. Thank you, Nico, for reading that. No I'm going to be listening to that, and uh, you have, uh, I'm sure a lot of uh, people will be listening to that. Well, I w again, thank you, Lee, for inviting me. Thank you, uh, Nico's parents, uh, Dave and Valerie. Nico, good luck, and uh, I wish you well, and uh, I'm sure you're going to be you're going to be out there. <laughs> I'll be so happy to see you on TV. <laughs> thank you for hitting with me today. No All right, folks, thank you for listening.